The All Black Podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black become the best-run teams in sport. To listen to this episode and all the All Black Podcasts, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Kia ora welcome to the All Black Podcast, powered by SAP. First squad of the year has been pick 33 of our finest have been selected and we've got one game under the belt already. A great win on the road in Mendoza, 41-12 over Argentina to get the shortened rugby championship underway. To have a bit of a chat about the sights of Mendoza, plus tomorrow's match against South Africa is Finlay, Braden, and Nepo. Welcome to the All Black Podcast and happy Matariki boys, thanks for coming in. Boys, congrats. Like you're all, from what I can see, all in the, the match day 23 for tomorrow, which is awesome. Uh, big game at home. Uh, awesome stuff. How, how do you boys find out about that? I find out on Thursday morning on, on social media like everyone else. Like, What does that look like for you guys? Perhaps, Braden, you want to speak to that? Yeah, so uh, usually on a, on a Monday we have our clarity, so everyone gets involved in that. And then uh, it's actually if you don't make the team, you get the message from the, <laughs> from the coaches. Come see me in, in the room and everyone gets a one-on-one chat. Yeah. Um, why you didn't make the team and what you can work on that sort of thing then uh, the team gets named Tuesday uh, morning before training yeah cool cool and so um, there's are you almost are you boys you're like who you're rooming with is almost like if someone on a Monday gets gets called off to the coach's room and you don't and it's like oh shit I might be in the mix here tomorrow is that how it happens a little bit and there's a few Chinese whispers or or, or actually it's all done pretty slickly so everyone's on the same page pretty quickly Finley um, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty tight, tight run ship. So yeah, um, everyone gets on the same page relatively quickly. And like Braden said, if you if you're not playing, you sort of you find out and you get you get good feedback as to why and and yeah, what you need to work on. And so it, it's pretty good in that aspect. Boys, well done. It's a huge game tomorrow, so it's great for you guys to, to all be involved. It's fantastic. A few warm-up questions before we get into the guts of the interview, um, and, and ask a lot of similar questions to all guys that come in. Can you guys remember, you know, where your first All Black jersey is right now? Maybe you, Nipo. Yeah, mine's in, in Samoa, in my um, my parents' house. They, I think they framed it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's in Samoa. Oh, that's awesome, man. Can you remember? Can you actually remember being named in the squad? Like you've got huge family. I think you've got eight siblings, and and can you remember the moment when you got the heads up that you're going to be in the team for the first time? And and was that on TV, on the radio, like how did that happen for you? Because it's a pretty cool moment. Um, oh, sort of, it was a bit of a slow burn, I think. <laughs> I think I wasn't named, I was a cover. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was just grateful to get the opportunity, get the call, and I'll just do my best. Mate, probably uh, thought you'd missed out and then and then got a late call up to come into the side and, and have been in the River Cinch, which is fantastic. Well done, Ken. Um, question for all the lads and start on your side. If you weren't an All Black currently, what do you think you would be, mate? Uh, well, I did uni for a bit. Um, <laughs> finished that uh, start of this year. Um, but honestly, um, when I was younger, well, in school, old man's a builder, always go to the site with him. Yeah. And uh, the summer and earn a bit of money, so probably enjoyed that a bit so would, would I 
get you to build a deck? Like, is that where we're at, or, or perhaps maybe look more? I probably need a bit of supervision. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Be, be uh, pretty uneven, but uh, I think I can get the job done. Yeah, totally. Nepo, mate, so if you weren't all black, what do you reckon you'd be, mate? Um, if it was a sport, probably a weightlifter. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like birds, not up to. Uh, proper standards, but I love my tools. So yeah, yeah, I did uh, all my paperwork when I was down in Christchurch. Awesome. And um, yeah, my brother is actually doing really well. Right now, he's he's building, he's building a resort at, at the moment in Samoa. Oh, and, hang um, on. Hopefully, I can do something with him when I'm finished. Just muck around there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do a bit of building in the morning, bit of relaxing in the afternoon back on the island. Like how good would yeah. that be? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Hopefully. Finlay, what do you reckon? Um, golfer. Yeah, professional golfer. <laughs> nah, no way. Um, I'd probably be on the tools as well, or oh, I did go to uni for a short period of time, so maybe I would have finished that. And what did we study just to get a little bit of insight to what your first thought was your future? Bachelor of Commerce. Yeah, um, good numbers, man. Yeah, so you get degrees. <laughs> yeah, totally. Big fan of that. Yeah, but, but maybe, geez, we. We could knock up a house between the three of us here. Well, not me necessarily, but uh, yeah, good to hear. Look, guys, kit day is always something that gets a bit of traction on social media. It's it's a big part of um, the team at the start of the year. Favourite bit of kit for you boys this year? Is there something that's um, getting a lot of reps? Maybe start with you, Braden. Yeah, yeah. All Blacks polo. We're the polo. Of course. <laughs> no, uh, no, there's always a, a few pairs of sneakers. Yeah. Uh, shoes that always get uh, yeah worn quite a bit. No. Sure is. Oh, the clothes, I think. Yeah. The clothes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, rip them. My brother came over one night, oh, <laughs> Monday night. So <laughs> still had a lot of, <laughs> still had a lot of them in the plastic, so I just gave it to. Him. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember back when I was younger, and a few of the boys were in the team. There's a lot of kit burglars. You go to club training, and there'd be a huge amount of all black kit going around. Is that still the case? If there's still a few lads out there, if you go to Canary University training or some of the club trainings, you might see some of your kit floating around boys. Finlay, would that be the case? Yeah, we're obviously pretty lucky with um, what we get given, so I guess it's always good to be able to give that to other people or mates or family or whatever it is. So. Or for it to be taken quite often yeah, was the case yeah, as well. exactly. <laughs> boys, I want to ask you a question about the playing side of things. Can you think of a, a best player you've played against? doesn't have to be international rugby, but it could be. Can you think of someone you've come up against on a, on a given ga- a particular game or, or maybe over a series of games where you think, shit, that, that was a good player? Um, I'll probably... Probably go Richie Moanga, eh? <laughs> Just because he's carved, up, carved my team up so many times, whether it be um, him playing for Canterbury back in the day um, or obviously at the Crusaders. Um, he's just, yeah. His super rugby stuff's out the gate, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's a highlights package and he, he's... Um he yeah. has been good there. Don't tell him I said that. Nah, 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 mate. No one listens to this. And there's, um, what about you? you know, I want to I ask the question, particularly as a big front rower, like, because... Oh, you know, Finlay and Braden, yeah, sure, they, they mark other centres, other halfbacks, all that sort of stuff, but it's you are genuinely marking, you know, you are physically going into battle against your opposition. You know, is there people who spring to mind or players that spring to mind over the years where you're like, oh, I've got to be on this week because this particular player is very strong or a particularly good scrummage or I've struggled with them in the past? Is there people that, that you think about, whether it be locally, super footy or, or international footy now that you've been around quite a while? Yeah, internationally, 
um, I, I really have to be on my game when they come against uh, these boys, um, the, yep. the Africans, especially the red hair. <laughs> Kits yep. off. Kits off, yeah. yeah. He's Good operator. Strong, yeah. Yep. And um, probably within our own team or Super Rugby, just going head-to-head in scrums with, with Moody as well. As, yeah. Yeah, so those sort of boys, if, you don't, if you're not on your game, yeah. Be a long day in the office, yeah. Mate, awesome, awesome. Boys, you mentioned it a little bit before. There was always a bit of golf on tour, you know. I'm sure there was a bit of golf in Argentina. I think maybe I saw some posts that there was a bit of golf at, at Murawai this week. Like, you know, Barrett's always get a bit of credit and there's decent golfers, but who's the form horse? Who's who's the burglar as well? Who's the guy who's farming handicaps and, and perhaps you don't want to be playing on stable footing when spring to mind? Could be you, Finlay, for all I know. Nah, not me. Not I'm pretty honest, though. What are you playing off? Uh, well, like 11 or 12. Solid. You uh, played it at? Braden over here is becoming a bit of a burglar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I only started playing golf sort of last year. Ah, uh, one of those. Um, yeah, So yeah. I've worked way down, worked my handicap down from a 33. Yeah. Uh, down to a 22 now. So <laughs> <laughs> still, uh, still shooting hundreds every now and then, but uh, yeah, trying but to work it down. Maybe have got a, a mid to high 80 in you, which kind of can win the day, maybe. Maybe if I can keep it together for a whole 18, yeah. yeah. Whole 18 holes, yeah. Nepo, do you swing the clubs? You'd either drive at 500 metres. Um, I saw, maybe I did see a couple of the front row club maybe out there playing golf. It was good to see the lads. Have you ever had a swing or, or do you leave that to others? No, I don't mind. I don't mind having a swing. Just, I, I'd rather play for fun. I don't really go serious like these boys. So <laughs> I don't mind driving range or, yeah, yeah, brilliant. But if I go out on the course, it's more to muck around. But, yep. yeah. Boys, first let's chat about the squad. You know, um, a few new names in there. That's pretty cool. It probably doesn't feel like that long ago was your name was the new name, but um, you know, a couple of guys read out for the first time is always really exciting. And, and I, a really cool thing I thought this year is people were rewarded for their form in Super Rugby. That's what it really felt like more than any other year, which was cool. Brady, you had a couple of lads down the Crusaders who were there for the first time. Um, Dallas and Tamaiti, like. You know, were you able to be around them, see their reaction, sort of um, share that moment with them? Like, I assume you do a lot of work with Dallas being in the backs and the midfield and stuff. Was a cool moment for the lads? Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, team got named on Sunday, turned up Monday morning, whole gym was going up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think they uh, stopped smiling till uh, sort of midweek, but um, no, nah, it's awesome for them. And like you said, they, they've played really well throughout the, the year and, and been rewarded for it. I remember, I remember you telling stories of when you first got in there and, and you know, trying to trying to be on the job and, and predominantly getting it right, getting a few things wrong. But, like, do you, you know, like, for example, you're a front rower, Tamaiti's front rower, like, do, are you sort of, does anyone officially take them under their wing, mentor them a little bit, or it's just on everyone to kind of, to guide the lads? Because, you know, jokes aside, it's it's different, isn't it? You know, it's completely different to your super rugby environments where it's all, you know, where you're going. It's the same thing within reason, day in, day out. You know exactly what you're doing. You're really comfortable with the lads. Complete new environment, really different. You know, there's no home ground, so to speak. There's no home gym. It's all, you know, going out around the regions, around the clubs, which is cool. Do, you know, are the new fellas paired up with other people? And, and you know, like Cam Royguard, one of the halfbacks, you know, is it your job, mate, to... To look after him, put him in the right direction, or actually he's a halfback, stitch him up and see how he goes, you know? <laughs> no, I think um, in general, senior boys in their positions will sort of look after them and, um, well, not look after them, but just 
I guess it's everyone's job to make them feel welcome and and um, you do see, I guess, positions sticking together, front rows, they're always off doing their own thing. But, um, yeah, you, you always want to make new boys feel welcome and, like you said, we can remember when it was us in, the, in their shoes, so um, it, it can be quite um, daunting coming into an environment like this. So, yeah, you want to help them out and um, make them feel welcome and, yeah. Nepo, have you been spending time with Tamati? Like he's like it's another big dog, and, and it's his first time, first rodeo. Um, you know, have, have you you and the lads, the other front rowers, <coughs> taken upon yourself to sort of take him under the wing and, and um, you know make sure that he can hit the ground running? He's you know excitingly, um, you know he's involved in tomorrow's match against Africa, which is which is awesome. You know, and that's I'm sure that that's a it's a exciting but really nervous time for anyone to be involved in their first test match against you know perhaps our greatest foe, which is cool. <clears throat> yeah, like Finlay said, we're, we're always sticking together as a front row. We do a lot of, we have our own separate um, sessions like the the kickers, where the kickers muck around after but we actually do some work yeah. to get connected. And So we have a front row club after every Tuesday trainings, um, making sure that we go, we um, try to come up with solutions on different scenarios that might happen in the game. So especially yeah, a game like this, it's it'll be a big test for for times and but you make you make this team for a reason and yeah. we try to not sort of hold them down but let them express themselves and and uh Jace is good at setting the scene too and um and Greg Feek. So yeah, they've got a lot of help around them, and um, yeah, we'll, we have a lot of faith in him, and um, yeah, hope all goes well for him tomorrow. I love that because you're right. If he can show anything that resembles the form he did in Super Rugby for the All Blacks, then we're going to be in a good spot, aren't we? So we want the we want a big unit like that to be able to hit the ground running. You know, obviously the Fords need a few extra coaches, don't they? They've got like two or three guys helping them out. But if that's what they require, Finlay, then then so be it. But um, look, boys, you've been to Mendoza, um, and I want to ask a little bit. Like, took the full squad there. You know, these days with short turnarounds and, and large squads and that sort of thing, is, is it, an always, it isn't always done. You know, South Africa did send some guys, you know, straight over here to be ready for the test match tomorrow. Ask you, Braden, was the, did the coaches talk at all around the theory behind that? Was it around short runway this year and, and we just want the lads together um, because, you know, we need to, to get the group bonded as soon as possible. Was that part of the reasoning or, or was it something else? Yeah, I think that was the sort of theory behind it. Um, obviously, uh, five teams coming into one uh, might take a little bit of time yeah. to mesh. So, um, getting everyone on the road together and and nothing bonds a team like touring. So, um, everyone getting over there and obviously thirty two hours travel. Uh, you don't want guys overtraining just because there's not enough bodies there. So, um, guys switching in and out and being training smart. Yeah, I like that. And we sort of talked a little bit about that off mic and something I might touch on again later. Without those Super Rugby um, tours that we do anymore, without South Africa not being in, in, the, in the competition, like actually um, getting on the road together, getting away from New Zealand, spending a couple of weeks together, there's pretty much no better way to get the lads together, is there? You've got that time, and while the, the training side of things is important, it's, it's the catch-up, it's the coffee chats, it's the water cooler chats, it's all the little learnings. That's almost got to be where the gold is, is it, Finlay, when, when you're on, and a tour creates those opportunities. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess, um, like you said, there's just so much more time that you can spend together being in a hotel and um, 
you don't have players going home or whatever and um, sort of distractions from your home country, I guess. So um, it's really good for bonding and I think we're probably pretty lucky to have, have that um, early this yeah. season um, and I think it'll put us in good stead um, just for connections and, and bonding and things like that. Let's talk a little bit about that match away against Argentina. Like it was, it was a good start. Like, and gosh, you know, whether you're a player or a supporter, we're under no illusion around the challenge that Argentina, you know, given it was probably a, like you say, to be on the road, play a team like that in their home patch was was a great opportunity to start the season off. Any particular themes, like coming through for the coaches, like maybe for you, Nepo, like they're traditionally considered very strong up front, and and you know perhaps, you know the job that you guys do up front was the most important one this weekend. Was there any particular uh, messages from the coaches um, coming into the week? No. Well, like every game, the if we're not switched on up front, it's, yeah, it's hard to win a, a game when we're, we're not humming as a forward pack. And, no, even the, the week before, our forwards coach set the scene real early laid the law down and uh, put us on edge and yeah we know what threat uh, the Argentinian forward pack has and um, yeah we made sure we left no stone unturned and uh, yeah Boys there's a couple of things I want to pick out of the game and, and it's related to the fact that you know you were really good both sides of the ball in context uh, in context set piece was good um, not just on, on our ball on theirs like I'll ask you, Braden, a little bit around um, the set-piece try that um, Damo went through and scored for Bodie. Like that, a move like that has actually been around for, you know, for, you probably tried it at school, you know? Like, there's literally a move. Yeah, tried it at school. <laughs> totally. And, and, you know, a lot of rugby fans who play school rugby, club rugby, whatever it may be, have probably given it a crack. It probably has worked. It probably hasn't worked. Um, so it's almost awesome to see. You know, like, it's still... Rugby doesn't always necessarily at the international level need to be something completely new or completely different I almost looked at that try and thought because the scrum was good you know like then Nagy had a great platform you know threw a good seed you know Geordie and, and Rico had been hammering away so all of a sudden the midfield's holding and it created opportunity like it must be hugely satisfying as a backline when you put something together like that and it comes off you know those those training ground moves and to see them um, bear some fruit on a Saturday is pretty cool, I'd imagine. Yeah, like I say, I think uh, especially a move like that, it's just the simple things done well. Yeah. Um, good platform from the forwards, Nuggies pass out in front, Geordie attacking the ball, Rico running a d- down line, uh, timing with the, the short ball and the and the back ball, and then uh, DMAC uh, running onto it with some pace, and then everyone following up behind it. So, yeah, those are the ones that, that coaches love to see, and, and it's pretty satisfying to watch. Mate, totally. It's an aggregation of doing every little part well, isn't it? Which is, I, I so often hear themes from you guys that it's not necessarily about you do things that all these other rugby teams don't do. In fact, a lot of rugby teams, even in Super Rugby, no doubt, do a lot of similar things, but you've got to do them all really well and you've got to connect them all together, don't you? I was, I was on the other side of the, the coin, there was, I think it was um, the try Geordie scored. That looked, from a supporter's perspective, as more of a heads-up play. You know, like you've, you've got the set-piece play, that was awesome, but it looked like maybe there was, was a call to get back blind, heads up play, use hands, and you know that's the two sides of the coin of rugby, isn't it? That you'd be able to do 
the set piece really, really well and, and execute really, really well, but still have the ability to play what's in front of you. What Was that a um, play what's in front of you try? Yeah, I guess it somewhat was. We, um, I guess in simple terms, we we talk about having two-sided attack all the time and, and as rugby players and in this team especially, we, we want to be able to, to attack to space um, wherever that is. Um, yes, we've got our structures that... Um, make that sort of easy, but um, to be at our best, we have to be be able to see the space um, and call it and execute that, um, no matter sort of when or where it is. So, yeah, like you said, I guess that's what um, Geordie's try was a bit of. Um, but in saying that as well, we we sort of previewed a bit and do practice things like that. So, might look on the TV that it's sort of a heads up play, but um, throughout the week and and weeks before that. Um, a lot of hard work goes into stuff like that coming out on the field. I love it. Right, boys, we're, we're back home. It's it's the first test of the year back here in New Zealand um, and against Africa. How good? You know, like, firstly, I mean, for you guys, is all involved in the match, which is fantastic. Is this, you know, perhaps the ultimate test for an All Black? You know, when you're thinking about careers and the things you'd like to do and be a part of, you know, a test against Africa at home, is that right up there, Nepo? For you, like you sort of spoke a little bit at the start, like um, you know, perhaps a physical test, a scrummaging test, you know, against Africa is is the biggest test. Is this is this pretty cool for you to be involved in these test matches as a front row forward? Yeah, a big man, and um, you get to you can actually test and, and see where you are as as a rugby player. Not just physically, but mentally as well. <clears throat> these usually these games are real tight, and and they're usually the games that you walk off um, being glad to be a part of those. Um, and yeah, they're great men too. They're, yeah. they're not just big, but off the field they're good. They're good boys too, and um, you have respect for them, but you have to show respect by yeah trying to. Absolutely clattering into yeah. each other is how you show respect yeah. on the Saturday. Exactly. And being able to have a catch up afterwards. Like you, we touched on a little bit earlier, you've come from Argentina, 32 hours of, of travel there and 32 hours of travel back, back. You know, again, Nepo, you've touched on a little bit as well. The backs sort of train light anyway, you know, by nature, and, and you're the ones up front who are working hard. But, Braden, what has the week looked like? Has it been lighter? Like, you know, like you do need to make sure that you, um, you know, recover a wee bit before you get stuck into. Um, preparing for this Saturday's match? Yeah, I uh, guess obviously we lost today um, coming back from, from that time zone, so we arrived sort of sun, uh, Monday Arvo, um, so we had, did our normal recovery routine on a Monday, and then the Tuesday was a bit bigger in terms of meetings and, and getting all the stuff we needed to talk over through, um, and then on-field um, clarity, that sort of stuff, walking through everything we need to for prepare for the match, and then uh, still have our day off Wednesday, recover, refresh, and then so we can hit Thursday hard. And, and that was a bit of a long session for us this week, obviously being a shorter week, missing Monday. Um, yeah, got, the, got what we needed out of that, and then Friday, captain's run, get into it Saturday. Boys, how's Mount Smart? You know, like a different environment. I know you did play a game there last year, but like... Um you know, facilities are, are good for the lads and, and looking forward to getting out. And I know Eden Park's a bit of a cauldron, but, you know, pretty exciting to take it to a different venue. And by all accounts, she's an absolute full house, which is pretty cool. Looking forward to it, Finley. 
Yeah, Mount Smart um, is a pretty cool, cool stadium. Obviously, um, usually with the Warriors there, but um, yeah, like you said, it's cool to to be able to play at other stadiums that we we don't usually play at. Um, um, but we've played there a few times now, and yeah, it's it's, it's quite cool to you just get out there and get to new places. Boys, is uh, is there a couple of old dogs floating around in camp this week? I think Richie might be there, maybe Liam Messon, etc. Like. That's quite cool, isn't it? Like, I, um, I don't know, it's not necessarily something I've seen the All Blacks do in the past, is, is have past players come in and be involved. But, um, you know, is, is that, a, you know, if you enjoyed that, I, I don't know if you've had a chance to spend time with them. Are they just trying to get around the lads and, and share a bit of wisdom, have the old coffee? Like, is, um, you know, I don't know if you've had a, had a chance to chat to those guys. Nepo, maybe? Yeah. What does no, Richie know about scrummaging? But, yeah, you know. <laughs> No, they were, those boys were part of a yeah, really successful era in the black jersey and just any sort of two cents or whatever they can offer to the boys individually or to the coaches and or to their environment is is gold and just having them hover around, like yeah, we can ask questions or they I think they got him in to have a few of yeah, the environment. Richie had a talk to us earlier in the year too when we had um our January camp. Oh yeah. And um that was just setting the scene and sort of prepping us. Yeah. Yeah, for the for a unique year ahead. It's awesome. Like with the South African guys, one thing I noticed really, really quickly when I was watching some highlights of the game last week is like because they're not in Super Rugby anymore, I actually just don't know them as well as I used to. You know, like these these players, you know, there's a lot of familiar faces in the Test Match squad for tomorrow, um, but there's also some new faces. And and when you look at their wider squad that was involved in the match against Australia last year, there was, there was quite a few guys I didn't know much about, and, and I realised it's because I'm not seeing the Crusaders or the Blues or whoever it may be playing the Sharks and, and playing the Bulls, and so I don't know some of these guys that well. Um, does, that, does that put a... Not a pressure, but an obligation on you guys more, or, or the wider team and the management to, to better scout, better analyse, better prepare. Like I know you still play them in test matches, but you know, literally, you know, we haven't sort of seen or heard of these guys too much since we last played them. You know, last year. Is it is it change the approach at all that now that you know they're not a part of Super Footy? You know, um, for being honest, I think South Africa are probably one of the probably the easier teams to to preview. Just the way they play, yeah. um, they play a pretty simple game, but they're very good at it. Um, they're coming through the front door, aren't set they? Set piece like? um, and kicking game is, and then on the other side of the ball, um, they just pressure you with line speed and um, yeah, like I said, it's a pretty simple game they play, but um, they're world class at it and um, it wins them a lot of games. So, like Nepo said before, we got to be at our best um, to play them, and yeah, there's been a good edge built this week um, and yeah the boys are looking forward to it you boys are all on the bench um, all on the 23 which is fantastic and like geez the way rugby's played today like it's a 23 man game you know like it's it's really really important um, you know at, at times perhaps the All Blacks have been criticised in the last few years that we haven't had as much punch from our bench as we have in the past the game's a bit different in terms of how we use the bench but like is it are you given very specific roles as bench players, you know, is it really spoken about like as a group coming off the bench what you need to do or, or is it actually more, I mean, I, I realise you could be on in the first minute as, as well. Like how, how do you prepare, start with you, Braden, around 
you know, this week, um, you know, what your role might be um, compared to maybe when you're starting? Yeah, I think uh, Gilbert Anoka um, does a lot of work with us oh, in yeah. terms of uh, being prepared to come on and just do your role. Often there's, uh, there's moments in the 80-minute game that can affect the outcome of the game, and if we come on, we only get 10 minutes, there might be one moment we have to nail in that, in that, in that 10 minutes that might change the outcome of the game, or and it might be just something simple of catch pass getting out in front. Those sorts of things are really important that um, that the bench players come on and, and provide, as lo- along with uh, with energy and and clarity and, and discipline. Mate, I'll ask you finally a question around like it's Nuggie's final year in the black jersey. Um, he, he seems to me to be, you know, even though he's an older man now, still has that same energy, that same fizz, and still has very much that attitude and mantra around. Um, helping his fellow halfbacks, you know, like is that something he's done with you, and, and something you'll pass on to other halfbacks when, when he moves on? Um, it very seem, seems very much like he is a genuine team man. Yeah, hundred um, percent. He's awesome. He's he's obviously he's been one of the best nines in the world for a long time, and he's still his game's still at an elite level at the moment. And um, I guess he's known for for his pass and and how. How good that is, and with with all the experience he has, he, I think he's sort of at that stage now where he, he wants to pass that on to players, and that's where he sort of um, gets a lot of his purpose as as helping others. And yeah, I've been on the receiving end of that, and it's been awesome. I've learned a lot of him off him the last couple of years, and um, it's not only halfbacks he helps; he helps everyone um, with whatever it is. And yeah, I guess that just epitomises a team man, and um, yeah, he's great. Boys, thank you so much for coming in. I know, what is it, back for a, a huge feed now, is it? And then to captain's run this afternoon um, is what the rest of the day looks like. But um, thanks a lot, fellas. Good luck. Great to have you back in the country. I know it's a shortened runway through to the World Cup, but um, you know, I hope you can have a cracking game tomorrow. I'm, I'm massively looking forward to it. Like, um, you know, they played really well last week. You guys played really well last week. I think the match could be, you know, really important when it comes down to who might win the rugby championship. So go well, fellas, and thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Cheers. The All Blacks podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black be the best run in sports. Hosted by Rob Dunn in the Hargrave Street Studio. Produced by Carl Thompson from Blue and Ginge, the podcast producers. Video editing by Mac Leesberg, graphics by Western Design, content advising from Andy Burt, and commercial manager for the podcast is Valeska Hoth. Follow the All Blacks podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts.